Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Over 5 million people play football in the USA and here to bring it to you in the raw, uncut, unadulterated is the undisputed number one sports show in Atlanta and abroad. 100 yards of football live from headquarters. It's more than a game, more than a show. It's where football blends culture, economics, and society. Tap in, tune in, and lock in to 100 yards of football now. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Hello everyone and welcome to 100 of Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host, Logan Landers. Today, doing a special look at talking about which teams currently are the biggest surprises and the biggest disappointments so far in the 2022 NFL season. But I can't do it alone. You all know it is Monday, so that has to mean it's another Madman Mancini Monday. Welcome once again, my co-host, Mark Mancini. What's going on? Well, I love you, brother. This is the ATL. We're sweeping it. The most must-see, must-hear <laughs> show on Mondays, brother. And you're leading the charge. That's the yes, thing. Sir. You're the moderator, man. You are the <laughs> straw that stirs the drink. Yes, sir. Always a pleasure having you on. Thank you again for the kind words. Hey, if you enjoy the video episode, like, comment, share, and subscribe. We go live each and every single week, Facebook, YouTube. Check us out on LinkedIn and also on our podcast, available every single day, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere it is you enjoy listening to your favorite podcasts. We have well over 1,000 over there and 1,000 plus. I have, I've lost count at this point, Mark, how many episodes we have on Facebook and YouTube, but if you have a suggestion for an upcoming video, please put it in the comments, and we will put it in our schedule for an upcoming week. Well, Mark, you, you sent me a list here for some teams that you have who you think are some surprises and some disappointments so far this year. Why don't you give the fans listening, watching at home, who are your surprise teams so far this NFL season? Well, I'll tell you one thing. The biggest surprise is going to be the Philadelphia Eagles, man. You saw what they're doing. They went during the offseason, and they picked up some steam. They drafted well. They had two uh, picks in the top ten. They believed in Jalen Hurts. He's 8-0 and as a starter. And, man, oh, man, they haven't missed a beat. They went in Arizona yesterday, survived the bullet. And uh, this Sunday, it's going to be a big one against Dallas in their backyard. So, I think Philadelphia, to me, is a real surprise. We weren't seeing this. You know, from afar, everybody was talking about, you know, the Green Bays and Minnesotas and all this. But what Philadelphia has done on both sides of that ball, and they are relentless. They get to the quarterback real quick. The Eagles yeah, are right there, man. You're not kidding, man. And, I mean, a lot of people were hyped about this team coming out of the draft and free agency. They made a lot of moves. And everyone was thinking, you know, this could be the Eagles' year. I mean, they're off to a great start. You can't get more hotter than them. And like you mentioned, they have a big matchup 
against the Cowboys, who are looking very good over with Cooper Rush. Two of the best defenses in the league going at it. It's going to be a great matchup. Oh, no doubt about it. And you know, this this is a team that kind of circled the wagons and believed in themselves. Mm-hmm. And you know, to go out west, you know, crossing the country and getting a big win yesterday, they've established themselves as, you know, what as long as we're upright and the injury bug doesn't come to us, we're going to be tough to deal with in the in the playoffs. And nobody wants to go to Philly in the winter. Uh, you're you're not kidding. And Mark, speaking of Dallas. You also have them on your list for a surprise team. I mean, we all thought this team would be down in the dumps with Dak Prescott going out. He's still out. And Cooper Rush, a, a relatively unknown quarterback. Everyone's like, you know, they'll go two and three. They'll, you know, he hasn't lost. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You know, Cooper Rush reminds me of Jimmy Garoppolo at New England, you know, backing up Brady and stuff. And there was nowhere to play him after Brady got back on the playing field. So Garoppolo moved on to. San Francisco. This kind of looks like the same situation. What are they going to do, man? They lost their first game against Tampa with Dak Prescott, and they've rolled the table. They've played good football, and they're another team that's relentless. They get to the quarterback real quick. Mike Parsons is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the Mari Cooper thing really didn't, you know, phase them. CC Lamb's playing good, and they came into the Rams' backyard and punked them yesterday. That's pretty impressive. And this game this Sunday is going to be one hell of a showdown with Philly. But I will tell you, they've rallied around Mike McCarthy here and the Pittsburgh uh, native. He he sees the handwriting on the wall. They got to do something. And uh, Jerry Jones wants some results. But you know what? Everybody's happy in the Big D right about now. You're not kidding. And, of course, we know Coach McCarthy. There were some hot seat rumors even before the season. If the Cowboys weren't going to produce, will he still be on the hot seat? We'll see how that goes the rest of the year. And like you said, Cooper Rush is filled in perfectly. He's played his role. He's not going to go out there and give you 350 for four touchdowns, nothing like that. But he's, like you mentioned, like a Jimmy Garoppolo, a game manager. He'll give you the passes when you need him to. He can run a little bit. And he'll mostly just let the rest of the offense do its thing, and also, like you said, it don't hurt. It don't hurt them at all. They have a tremendous defense with a bunch of just warriors on that side. Man, they are relentless in pass rush. Well, and not only that, I mean, they just come all over. They don't show the blitz. They come in with a three-four-four-three. They can fit. You don't know what's coming at you. And Stafford was on his heels yesterday. And you know, this is a team that kind of believes in itself when their quarterback went down. They could have mailed it in and, you know, okay, America's team is going by the wayside, but they have not done that, and they have really put their foot to the pedal. They have taken out the defending AFC champs, and they've taken out the Super Bowl champs. Not too shabby, man. Not too bad at all for this Dallas Cowboys team. Well, hey, Mark, let's go out to the Bay Area. Talk about these 49ers with now Jimmy G as their quarterback. How, how are you surprised by them so far? Well, the, you know what? They're, they're, they own the Rams. They're 7-0 against the Rams. They beat them last Ooh. Monday night. Uh, Sean McVay hasn't been able to beat this team since uh, being a head coach. <laughs> you know, and this is, uh, you know, and Jimmy Garoppolo is 7-0 against the Rams. They'll play in a couple weeks here. So uh, back at the scene of the crime. But this is a psychological thing. They feel like they can compete. Trey Lance went down. And they haven't missed a beat. They steamrolled Carolina. They get into your backyard this week against Atlanta. This is a team that, you know, a lot of injuries, a lot of guys have moved on, and yet they still 
play sound football and being in the thick of things here, you know, if the playoffs ended today, they'd be a playoff team. Yeah. I mean, first in the West, they're looking great. Uh, and like you said, you know, they had, they started at Jimmy on the bench. They were going to rock with Trey Lance. Unfortunately, he got hurt and will be hurt the rest of the year. And honestly, though, Mark, that might hurt his chances because Jimmy, we know, signed that one-year deal. But, I mean, what what if they go to the playoffs again? What if they make a deep run? Then what are you going to do? You know, things, things get even more interesting. And, and it's going to be, uh, you know, fun to see what they do over there. Of course, Fifth just has got some really good players over there, right? Debo, of course. You got Ayuk. You got Bosa. They're, they They have some really good players on both sides of the ball. And it's a real team effort is what they're doing week in and week out. And like I said, three and two on the year, they're looking good. And uh, like you mentioned, man, get, uh, big wins against the Rams and the Seahawks, the Panthers, few of those guys, they're looking real good. Yeah, and not only that, you know, when you look at they, – they seem to play under Garoppolo a little different than Trey Lance. I've never been a big mm-hmm. Trey Lance guy. I thought the 49ers should have put that by the wayside, went after Kyle Pitts. You picked him up in Atlanta. That would have been a formidable team with Pitts and Kittle and Garoppolo. Uh, they went after Trey Lance. You can't win in this league playing 12 games in some conference I've never heard of. <laughs> That's a valid point there, sir. But let's go down to Florida. We got two teams you're rocking with. Let's start with the Jacksonville Jaguars in Sunshine. Trevor Lawrence leading the charge. 6'5", pocket passer. I love them. They've been struggling of late. Lost two in a row. Pretty uh, interesting shocker yesterday. But the Texans kind of owned them in the series. You know, they had the Baselli, uh you know, uh, hanging his jersey and stuff uh-huh. like that and all that hoopla, but they didn't show up. They lose to Houston. Big loss there. Hopefully this is not a loss that comes back and, you know, knocks you out during the season. We've seen these kind of losses happen with uh, the Chargers last year. Kept them out of the playoffs, losing the game against Houston. So hopefully this doesn't, you know, sidetrack the Jaguars. But I still think they're the best team in this division. they got the best quarterback. Doug Peterson's a player's coach. They'll write the ship. I like what's going on in Jacksonville. Back-to-back number one picks. This is one hell of a surprise, and they're playing on house money. Yeah, they, they've got a good chance. And like you said, the loss the other day to the Texans was a heartbreaker. They should have won that one easy. They just couldn't get any offense on the board. Only scored six points the whole game. But the thing about Jacksonville, if you look at their schedule, if you look about who they've played so far, it's not like they're getting blown out. They're losing close games, winnable games, games that – you know, if one mistake didn't happen here, if you got an interception here or there, they could have won. And like you said, I, I think it really took the NFL world by storm week two and week three when they beat, they shut out the Colts. And then they beat up on the Chargers 38-10. to 10. Uh, Like you mentioned, they've struggled, lost two in a row. But up, upcoming next, they got the Colts again in, the, in that revenge game. I think it's going to be a closer battle. But this is really how we're going to see how these Jaguars can do if they can beat their other uh, opponents in the AFC South. Yeah, whatever they were doing with uh, the Colts, when the Colts came to Florida and, and, and going to L.A., uh, they got to keep that going because somewhere along the line, when they took that 14-0 lead on the Eagles, the wheels are starting to slip a little, and, and, and you got to right the ship. You're right. That's going to be a hell of a game up in Indianapolis. The Colts are a different team at home, and this Colt team believes in itself too. Watch out, you know. You know, they're starting to get on track here with uh, Matt Ryan. So uh, the Jaguars are going to have their hands full up in uh, Indy. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what they can do. And, Mark, let's talk about your last surprise team also in Florida. We're going to Miami. Let's talk with the Dolphins, man. Let's talk about Tua. 
We can talk about McDaniel, Tyreek. They've got some ballers on that team. Well, I will tell you that when you look at it with Tyreek and Tua, the, the big question there is the last two games, uh, Cincinnati and the, and, the, and the Jets have beat them. Um, I've always said when they play the Jets, you just got to go the over on it. The Jets seem to own them. But I think there's a lot of problems with Tua I, as far as the concussion thing. We're going to find out. The NFL is trying to address stuff and try to shed some light on it. But if you don't get him back in the mix, and I, I don't understand, you know, what what this team is 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 trying to do. They've got to be able to shut the run down. You saw in the first week, New England ran a little rough shot on them. They got lucky going to Baltimore, but it's they're a surprise. It's going to be interesting the next few weeks what they get. I know the Steelers go down there banged up and downtrodden, so we'll find out when they go down there. But Miami is a big surprise now. Let's find out what they can do down the line. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what they can do, right? And it's going to be very interesting. This week they've got the Vikings, who are a good team, and I don't know who's going to be quarterback. Obviously, we know two is dealing with his issues. Teddy Bridgewater got banged up the other day. I mean, they've got Skylar Thompson who came in, did the best he could, right? But, I mean, man, starting your third-string quarterback, that that's tough. That That is tough. And like I said, they've got some good pieces. Tyreek's been banged up a little bit um, here and there. I, I like Jacecki, they like Wilson. But like you met, like you said, they got to get that defense going. Because if you don't get a defense, man, it don't matter how many points you can score if you give up 40 points and whatnot, like the Jets the other night. Well, they've been lacking that Zach Thomas and Jason Taylor. They mm-hmm. just haven't had that. And that was a former, you know, defense when they had those guys on there. So when you don't have those type of, you know, pass rushers and everything, somebody that can disrupt the offense, you know, you lack that. So they got to they gotta somehow try to recoup that magic. Um, down the line to, to get them into contention to be something that could be formidable where you fear this, the, the Finns. Yeah, and we'll see if the Finns can get it turned around. But let's talk about some teams who've been disappointing, who got a slow start out the gate. Let's go to Washington with the new-look commanders. Not looking so hot, Mark, uh, at one and four. Well, this team is trying to find themselves ever since the name change, the sexual misconducts, the cheerleaders on boats. Haskins, the discrimination things, Snyder, uh, far cry from the Thiesman, Riggins, the, you know, the Smurfs, the Hogs. I don't know where this team goes, but I will tell you this. It all starts on the field with Ron Rivera, and Ron Rivera has been a big disappointment. He hasn't had this team prepared. I know the defense is banged up of late. All those guys they drafted, Chase Young and, 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 and guys – Montez, these guys, you know, they just haven't been able to stay on consistent on the field. The running tack has been there. They've been playing small ball. But to me, at one and four, this is a big disappointment. And if you don't turn the season Thursday night in Chicago around, wow. It, 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 you, you might have a lost season after six, seven games here. Yeah, it's not looking too pretty. Uh, you know, Carson Wentz, he, he's doing his thing the best he can. Like you mentioned, I, I think really the defense has just been a letdown. I mean, a team that looked tremendous in, in uh, 2020, didn't do much, nothing last year, isn't looking the greatest this year. I don't know what happened. Uh, they, they just can't get it going. And like you said, one and four, they, they got one and oh, and then they've lost four in a row. Uh, you, you know, if you want to see who I think is going to win Chicago and Washington, check out the video me and Jeremiah Long did. But that, you know, it, it's going to be tough to see, man, because, I mean, the Bears got some good potential. And I don't know, man, Washington just feels like they're on the ropes right now. Well, in Washington, you know, when I look at Wentz and followed him, you know, 
since I was a kid on the NFC side of things, you know, they, they, they have a quarterback there that I haven't seen since Kirk Cousins. Now, I'm not saying these guys are a Joe Theismann or a Billy Kilmer, but mm. they've got some stability there. I think it all falls on Rivera. I didn't think he did enough in Carolina. Uh, I think he was just cashing checks with Cam Newton there. But when he came to Washington, some, something's been lost with this team over the last few years. They they led. They had one hell of a defense two years ago, and, and, and now it's just falling apart and losing division games to Dallas and Philly. That doesn't help things right away. Yeah. You're not kidding. We'll see what Washington can do. But let's move over to the West with the Las Vegas Raiders. We knew one of the teams in that West division wasn't probably going to be as hyped up as going to be, and right now it's looking like it's going to be Vegas. Well, I'll tell you, I like Carr. I like Devontae Adams. They got wide receivers. McDaniels, I thought, learned a lot his first go-around. Went back to New England, then came out to Vegas. I think this, you know, it's a disappointment to a certain extent, but I think they'll right the ship. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if they go into Kansas City and beat the Chiefs today. No one wants at stake. It's a division game. They play the Chiefs pretty tough. Um, But, you know, it's been a disappointment so far. You know, some of these games they've struggled. Even their win against Denver was a struggle. But they've been in, in the games they've lost, they've been pretty close. The Chargers the first week, you know, Arizona beat them at the, you know, pretty much the last seconds after surrendering an eight point lead. So the Raiders have been a disappointment, but Raider Nation believe in them. I think they'll right the ship and, and, and they'll get this thing turned around. They'll be in the playoffs, I think. But right now they're a disappointment in my book. Right, and like you said, there's a lot of hype around this team with all the, the big acquisitions, the big contracts they were given out. And like I said, the offense, they they're still they're, seem like they're getting in a groove now finally uh, with Carr, Waller, Adams, all those guys. But they're still trying to get the defense on point, and that's been their biggest issue the last 10, 15 years is just giving up too many points. They gave up over 20 points in all their ball games so far this year, and we know with Kansas City they're probably going to put up that and then some. Uh, because Patrick Holmes just absolutely demolished. No matter who he's, uh, if it's home, it's away, he always puts up a good performance because he is a great quarterback. So we'll see who that game goes tonight, Monday Night Football. Um, but like I said, I think the Raiders, they got the pieces in. They really do. And I think it was just maybe, um, you know, with McDaniels coming back into coaching, head coaching, maybe he was just nerves. I, I'm not sure. But I feel like after the win this past week against the Broncos, uh, maybe that could build some momentum coming into this game against Kansas City tonight. No doubt about it. How many guys would love a Max Crosby on their team? Ooh, you're not kidding, <laughs> man. You are not kidding. That guy is a monster on the line. But let's go down to the Music City. Let's go down to Tennessee and talk about these Titans with King Henry. Well, Mike Vrabel's got, you know, his work cut out. This team, you know, started out a little slow. They got beat by the Giants in the first week. You know, maybe they had that hangover when Cincinnati came in their backyard and knocked them out of the playoffs as a number one seed. But, you know, King Henry, they go as far as King Henry. I don't think Ryan Tannehill is going to lead this team. It's It's been a, a disappointment. I know they're sitting ahead. They're, they're in the thick of things there. But to me, so far, it, it's been a disappointment. They lost their pass rusher to start the season with an ACL. Uh, you know, injury and, you know, it's that, that set them up. But, you know, John Wooden always used to say, you know, no excuses, make adjustments, even when you have injuries. 
Yeah, no, no doubt. And, and like you said, the Titans right now three and two up top in the in the South, but they haven't looked like the dominant team that we saw in years past. Uh, Henry's only ran for 408 yards, only about a 3.9 four yard carry. Uh, I think he's still trying to get his health back under him, his legs, but I think he'll get it nonetheless. He is getting older, but he is still a tremendous quarterback. Uh, Tannehill, I mean, it is what it is. You know, he's going to give you uh, about 200 some odd yards, maybe a touchdown or two, possibly an interception. I mean, it, you just know what's going to happen. And if they don't, you know, if they, if they continue to struggle, if they can't get the offense going, don't, it wouldn't surprise me, Mark, if they go with Malik Willis, who they drafted um, out of Liberty to get there at the quarterback position in the, the year. Yeah, that would be something, you know, there's been rumors about that one too. So they got to do something. It's a weak division and, and that's why uh-huh. I have Jacksonville to win it. But it's a division where if you take a week or two off, you could find yourself trying to get back in it. you got to take care of business within your own division. We'll find out. But so far to me, the Titans have been a disappointment. And even in the, the win over Washington yesterday, they didn't show me enough. They just showed me enough to barely win that game. Yeah, it, it wasn't a big dominant win, but a win nonetheless, like you said. But, Mark, let's talk about the next team on your list here. You got Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. Right now, it's looking like it might be his first with the Steelers sitting at one and four. Well, I always say you got to be true to yourself, Logan, before you can be true to anybody else. And and the big mistake here is Mike Tomlin succumbed to the media saying, let's bench Mike Drabinsky, open up the offense, give the kid pick at the ball, and let's go with it. Now the kid's taking his lumps. And now they're in a stretch where they get Tampa. You get Miami, you got you got Philly. Two of those three are on the road. Doesn't look good. This team could be one and seven by then. Who knows? But you know, and you're right. Mike Tomlin hasn't had a losing season, but it's a it, it's a team that is trying to find themselves. Hey, let's face it. Mike Trubinsky, uh Mitch had a great go. You know, in Buffalo, learned a lot. He was demoralized in Chicago, but I didn't think he was the problem in the first few weeks with uh, Pittsburgh. Their offensive line has been stagnant. And, yeah, they lost to New England and the Jets at home. But you know what? They should have went with the guy through the thing. Now you screwed up his sight because if it's not an injury, there was no reason to bring in Kenny Pickett, let him hold a clipboard and be John Elway backing up Steve DeBerg for a year. But here's yeah. the problem. And, and, the, and the problem now moving forward is if Pinkett doesn't do the job, now you go back to Trebinsky. I mean, this is this is bad. Yeah, it's an interesting situation in Pittsburgh. And, I mean, like you said, the offense just hasn't done really much of anything so far this year at all. Uh, I mean, like you said, they they started off the year, they got the win, then they've lost four straight. Uh, you know, they're not putting up many points at all. They've only The most they've points they put up this year is 20. I mean, you're not going to get many wins when that's your high so far. Um, throughout five games, we know they only scored three points against the Bills. So they're just not able to get any offense going. I mean, well, they only have – two passing touchdowns the whole year. Not only that, your strength is your defense, and your defense got yeah. torched yesterday in Buffalo. Uh, I mean, what do you, what do, you do? What, what what can you do if you're, like you said, a, a defense which is supposed to be top-notch ain't doing it? Well, the only thing you can do is you're within striking distance of the division if you can beat Tampa this week. You know, well, that's, that's the problem in itself. The rest of the teams are just standing there trying to figure themselves out. And Baltimore's got, you know, if Baltimore won those two games that they got starstruck on with uh, Buffalo and Miami, it'd be a different story here. 
Yeah, it, it would be. And and like I said, I think if the if the Steelers can get things going, their offense needs to get something going, man. Najee Harris has not looked good this year. It's only averaging uh, around 40-some-odd yards a game. That's not going to cut it. Like you mentioned, the quarterback controversy situation, Pickett hasn't looked the cleanest so far in the you know game and a half, we'll say. Uh, so we'll see, man. Hopefully the defense can get it turned around. But so far, it is not looking good for these Steelers out there in Pittsburgh. And, Mark, let's go on to your last team here, the team who won the Super Bowl last year, the L.A. Rams on your disappointment list. Tell the fans why. Well, you know, uh, they're two and three. And you know what? I think Buffalo exposed them. I think, you know, to me, Jalen Ramsey's still in Stephon Diggs' back pocket somewhere in Buffalo. But, you know, what Dallas did to him, the two defenses that came in there and pretty much torched him. And look at what San Francisco, a psychological thing. They can't beat the 49ers. So when you look at their two wins, Atlanta and Arizona, Atlanta came almost, if they had another quarter to play with, Atlanta might have shocked them, you know, falling behind what they did at 28-3. to And Arizona just couldn't muster up enough at the end to make a game of it. But, you know, the Rams in five weeks haven't really shown me a lot of people talk about the Super Bowl hangover. I think they've been exposed. I think that defense is 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 worn out a little. They they they've single-handedly double-teamed Aaron Donald. He's not a force. He's not getting into that quarterback enough. The offensive line is a shambles. They miss Whitworth. Uh, Stafford is, is 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 Stafford. I was never a big Stafford guy, even at Detroit. But now they've exposed that thing with him. The cup. They've 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 kind of locked it down and. Somewhere along the line, somebody stole Sean McVay's playbook. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. And looking at this team, Mark, I mean, like you mentioned, we knew Stafford was banged up coming into the season. They're still, you know, I'm sure he's still nagging injuries there. He hasn't looked the sharpest, right? Five touchdowns, seven interceptions. I mean, that's not going to cut it. Uh, there, there is no running game to speak of on this team. Not, not anything at all. Only 312 yards as a team through five games. I mean, that, that ain't going to cut at all. That That is just inexcusable. Um, the receiving core, like you mentioned, Cooper Cup's going to get his yards. He he proved that last year. He's a great wide receiver. But I, I've been putting posters up, Mark, and I'm sure you might have seen them out there in, in California. Where's Allen Robinson? What's he doing? I mean, everyone thought he was going to have a big leap this year, but he just now cracked over 100 yards receiving on the year. And, yeah. and like you mentioned, the defense, they're, they're just double-teaming Aaron Donald. And, uh, you know, Wagner, he's getting some work in, but everyone else is just is, – it's a struggle. It's a struggle for this team. They can't produce on offense, and their defense is just getting shut down. Well, not only that, they miss Vaughn Miller. And how much mm-hmm. faith do you got? And I'm not going to bash Donald to the point where he's a Pittsburgh guy, but right. how much how much are you going to, you know, uh, have faith in a guy that, you know, was, you know, going back and forth with retirement, you know, maybe lifting weights now doesn't seem that more impressive. Because, you know, he's got one foot out the door. But, yeah, they've, they've kind of, you know, hog-tied him to the point. But, you know, after Carolina this week, they got three weeks of pure hell. They got, you know, San Francisco at home. And they got to go on the road with Tampa and, and Green Bay and, you know, New Orleans here. I mean, this is going to get interesting here uh, down the stretch. So, and then, in, you know, December, when you look at it, when some of these other teams could write the ship with Denver and the, the Raiders and the Chargers, the Rams could have, you know, uh, something to really look up at and maybe be in a battle with just to try to get in the playoffs to save their Super Bowl uh, realm. 
Yeah, and we'll see what they can do. An interesting stat. In all the three games they've lost this year, Mark, they've only managed to muster 10 points in those <laughs> ball games, either 10 or less. So when the offense ain't cooking, it is ice cold. They are not getting nothing going. Like I said, they've got a warm-up game, I'd say, in Carolina, who hasn't looked good at all this year. Uh, they weren't expected to be good. That's why they're probably not on the list. But then, like you said, they've got those three really tough weeks ahead of them to, to really see, I think, those are going to be pivotal to see if this team has just got off to a slow start and, and you know, if they can turn it up or if they're just not going to be that good this year, it's going to be interesting to see. Well, Mark, do you have any final thoughts or any other teams who might have just missed the cut on either side? Well, I think the other surprise uh, to me is is the New York Giants at 4-1. and one. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of figured they'd give Green Bay a run. The Bulls have done a great job over there. I like Jones. I know he was kind of thrown on the scrap heap, but – I think the Giants, to me, uh, are, a, are a big surprise. Nobody saw this coming. You know, usually they start the season 0-3, 0-4. But uh, that's that's a, a, a surprise. And the other one, you know, a disappointment. You know, a lot of people, you know, thought this team, you know, they, they put, could put up points. But what the hell happened in New England yesterday? The Detroit Lions, 29 nothing shutout they lost. Uh, this is a team that I thought, wow, I can get behind it. You know, they, they, they've they been in games, gave Philly a run, and, you know, they beat Washington and stuff, And but they weren't really prepared to play yesterday in New England. And, you know, this this is a, a gut check for uh, Campbell and the boys. Yeah, and, and also coming into the, the game against New England, I mean, they were the top-scoring offense in the league. Yeah. And also they were the worst defense in the league by giving up the most points. So, you know, yin and yang. and I mean, they just got they got shut out yesterday. I don't know, I don't know what happened. Maybe it was jet lag. I'm not sure, but they just they couldn't do nothing. They couldn't even get a field goal. Yeah, they 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 can they can put up points and look like the greatest show on turf, like the St. Louis Rams years ago. Yeah, and boy, they can't stop a beach ball if they were a hockey goalie uh, playing for the L.A. Kings. Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time this show is presented by Bet Online. And, and like I said, we'll see if they can get it turned around, make a you know a, a good run, maybe a 500 season uh, for for these Lions. But like I said, man, we're we're only a few weeks in. There's still a lot left to play, and uh, it's kind of our, our early mid season ish disappointments, surprises. We'll see what these teams can do for the rest of the season. Mark, hey man, thanks again once for coming on, giving your picks for surprises disappointments we'll see how they pan out the rest of the year if you guys enjoyed the video this episode please like comment share and subscribe we go live on facebook youtube every single week check out our podcast pretty much every single day spotify apple podcast itunes iHeartRadio, or anywhere you enjoy listening to podcasts once again to my co-host madman mark mancini thank you once again sir for coming on and talking some nfl football with me i've been your host logan Landers. have a great day for one And we'll talk to you again on another live episode. We'll see you soon. What is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on? And who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode. Tune in daily to the podcast and watch our show live every week. We are 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio on the Believe Podcast Network.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.